So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. Oh, my goodness, we have a phenomenal show lined up for you tonight. We have an incredibly, incredibly talented young man who can sing like you have never heard before, probably. And you're in for a treat because I was told a little secret that he's going to teach me how to do it and we're going to sing a duet together. Okay, maybe not. I don't know. Something surprising is in store. We'll see how that goes. Hopefully he can drown me out when that happens, if that happens, because no, you don't hear me. Anyway, the Mind Body Business Show, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. What is that about? It is about what I call the three pillars of success. In the last decade or so, I began following solely and only successful people and really studying them. I'm talking about personal mentors of mine that I've worked with. I'm talking about authors, some whom I've met, some who I've not, some who are with us, some who are not. And I'm just looking at successful people, trying to find what those patterns of success are. What did they do? You know, we're all human. What made them more successful than I was at that time? And I began realizing there were these three patterns that kept bubbling up all the time. And you may guess what those are. It happens to be the name of this very show. Mind is having a very powerful and flexible, the key here, flexible mindset. That's what very successful people have done. They have worked on themselves. This stuff does not normally come naturally. This takes effort. And it's just knowing where and how to change your mind for the better. And then body. To a person, the people I focused on, the people I study, they all took care of their body, literally. I mean, physically, they worked out and exercised on a regular basis. And they also ingested healthy nutritional food and liquid. And then there's business. Business is multi, multi, multifaceted. It includes things like marketing, sales, systematizing, leadership. I could go on forever about all of the different skill sets it takes to master the third pillar of success, and that is business. The good news is you as an individual don't necessarily need to master all of them. In fact, there's one of those that I just mentioned that if you were just to master that one, then you could be set, and that is leadership. Once you've mastered the skill set of leadership, you can then easily, more easily, I should say, delegate to those who have already developed those skill sets that you currently do not have. And so that's good news right there. And so we are here, I am here to bring you the best of the best of the entrepreneurs, the most successful people that I bring on this show from all over the world. Tonight, we have a young man who is an incredibly gifted singer who is taking his talents and using them in a unique way to help people as an entrepreneur. I cannot wait to dive into this. And speaking on, of diving in, another thing that very successful entrepreneurs do on a regular basis is they are very avid readers, readers of actually good books. And so with that, I like to segue very quickly over into a segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. All right, that little tune almost got me singing, but nope, not yet, not yet. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. So here is something I want to please uh, emphasize right now, and that is you're going to be learning about several resources on this show. Uh, especially from uh, Mr. John Brancy, who's coming on right after this. And please do yourself a favor. And rather than click away and go looking at these sites and resources on your computer or your phone or tablet, instead, rather, I implore of you, go grab a piece of paper 
and a pen and use that and take some notes and go ahead and do that right now at this very moment. If you don't have that, if you need to step away for just a second, this would be the only time to do that. Uh, because what I'm about to share with you is simply a gift. It's a gift for you and it's called reachyourpeaklibrary.com. And I literally had it built with you in mind, with the entrepreneur, with the business person who's looking to get ahead, who's looking for that next level of success. And so what I began doing was listening to books on Audible. I did not list or I did not read books until my late 40s on a regular basis. I waited a long time. I'm currently 56 at the airing of this show. And I found quickly what a life changing habit that became. And so I began listening on Audible. I found that that was the way for me to read, uh, thankfully, because I still probably wouldn't have read very many if it was still only by paper book or Kindle. And so that, that's my mode of reading. So I began reading voraciously and I started compiling a list of those books that I personally read that actually had an impact on me, either in business or in my personal life or in both. And so only the best of the best made it to this list thus far, and it's continually growing. And it is here for you if you're looking for the next good read or your first good read, either way. At least you can go to a set, a library, if you will, of books that has been vetted by one other successful individual. And that way you won't be risking wasting your time nearly as much. So that is what Reach Your Peak Library is all about. It is there for you please make use of it. You click on the button, it takes you to uh, Amazon to go buy the book. So enjoy that and write that down and visit it after the show is over. And now it is time, that wonderful time, I've been waiting for this all night to bring on our special guest expert. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there he is, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Mr. John Berenci. Hello, Brian. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I'm Woo. doing well, man. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing really good now that I get to talk to somebody that has a, a similar voice like mine. Yes, exactly. You're so talented. I can hear it. Uh -oh, we're going to pull it out. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. It'll, it'll require a lot of pulling. I hope you've been working out good. A lot of, no, no, no. Lot of this, is, this is effortless. This is effortless. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till we dive into that. Uh, real quick, before we uh, get too deep into it, uh, John, I'd like to remind everyone that's watching live that if they stay on to the very end, the very end of this live show, you can win a five night stay at a five star luxury resort. Compliments of our pals up there, the big insidersecrets.com. You see them there if you're watching. And they help us to give one of those away every single show. So we truly, truly appreciate them. I love giving away these. And yes, awesome. very soon we will all be free to move about the country. I'm just believing it. It's going to happen. And with that, I want to formally bring on this amazing young man uh, by introducing him with the respect he deserves. Grammy winning baritone. John Brency's intense musicality and communicative power place him among the finest of baritones of his generation. Ooh, uh, I hope we get a little piece of that oh, singing. <laughs> Hailed by the New York Times as a vibrant, resonant presence, Brancy won first prize in the art division or the art song division of the 2018 Concourse Musical International de Montreal. That was a mouthful. I'm not French, so I hope <laughs> it's I It's good. It's very good. All right. A win that recognized him as a premier interpreter of art song repertoire in our time. The New Jersey native has also performed on major stages throughout the world in Moscow, London, Paris, Berlin, Toronto, Los Angeles and Vienna, to name just a few. His work has been featured in The Washington Post, The New Yorker, The New York Times and beyond as an entrepreneur. Brancy has started and founded multiple projects and companies and currently seeks to improve the lives of other entrepreneurs through the innate power of their voice. Oh, man, this is going to be the hot diggity. So, John, you are you are a very successful individual, both as a singer and as an entrepreneur. So that's, you know, it's like double whammy. There's something going on in that big, beautiful brain of yours that makes you different. <laughs> than most of the people out there who haven't figured that out yet. And so what I like to do is we covered kind of the, the superficial or the surface, you know, with that yeah. introduction. 
what I like to do is right off the bat is dig in, get a little bit personal, not in a, not in an annoying way. And just find out from you, like when you get up in the morning, you know, and as an entrepreneur, you know, challenges face us each and every day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not for everybody. It certainly is not. And what is it that keeps you going, John? When you get up in the morning, what is it that's motivating you that when you come to and you're finally awake and fully conscious, like, all right, another day's in front of me. Let's do this. What is it for you that helps motivate you each and every day, day in and day out? I mean, it's an amazing question. And it's something that I, I think about quite a bit, actually, because especially now with COVID, uh, because that is such a, uh, you know, that's changed the game so much. And it slowed everyone down. It slowed me down. I had an entire season worth of work ahead of me that got canceled. So basically 12 months worth of concerts are on the on on ice. Uh, And so normally when I wake up, that that's kind of the main focus is getting prepared for either, you know, the next role or the next musical piece that I have to learn, which is normally not in English. It's in another language. And uh, and or, you know, um, the, the various projects that I have rolling um, that's that that require all of my attention and and me connecting with other people. And I, I'd say like the big thing for me is is just, you know, kind of following following that line, you know, that 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 uh, that line of of what's what's to come and what's possible and setting setting uh, dreams and goals in the future and listening to myself and, and following my, my own inner voice towards those goals. Um, and in the morning, I mean, like just a morning routine is like I always wake up, I drink a big thing of water and then I make some coffee and I don't actually eat. I do the, the sort of like, uh, um, what is it? The, uh, the intermittent fasting. I do, I do that probably every day. I mean, it's just, it's not intentional. I just started to do it, but the mornings I like to, you know, I like to have a little bit of coffee and caffeine. Maybe I'll put some coconut oil into it or something like that. But, uh, yeah, the coffee's pretty important. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. I have a similar routine. I'm not kidding. It's uh, coffee with coconut oil infused. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's amazing and got to have that caffeine. At least I do. It kind of gives me a little jolt too. And yeah. oh yeah, we already got folks coming on and saying hi. Hi, Kimberly. Hey. How are you doing? She is an amazing young woman from the East Coast. I do know her personally. She is phenomenal. Thanks for coming on and supporting. And if you have questions later, uh, bring them up. You're going to have some because this is going to be a very intriguing topic tonight. Uh, because well, you'll find out in a moment of what this young man has put together um using voice as basically the foundation of what he does and it's phenomenal and so you get up you have a routine now this is one thing well it's changed for me now that was the that was the point is that i i yeah my routine has changed because of covid and now i'm switching gears Ah. and you know every day i'm i'm home I, i used to be on the road I used to live on the road. I didn't have a place to call home. I, I called Airbnb my home, actually, because I, I was living. I mean, I have an extensive Airbnb listing. If you, if you ever need you know, some of the best uh, Airbnbs in France and Germany, and you know, I'm, I'm your guy. And I, I've got some pretty good reviews on Airbnb as well. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, no, I mean, like now it's it's just getting up and and you know, kind of coming back to uh, the same projects that uh, every day. It's the same thing, and it's it's working with people one on one with their voice, mm-hmm. um, working on my voice, training, getting back into my my practice uh, as a singer, which is pretty much entirely based on my technique and advancing my sound and kind of, you know, exploring what's possible, which is always what I've, how I've approached the voice. So it's um, right now, it's just kind of adapting to what's happening and and pushing forward is, is really the kind of the name of the game. Yeah. And uh, as I was opening in the beginning about mindset and being flexible, you're doing exactly that, right? Yeah. You were, you had one routine that was established and then COVID kind of, forced your hand, if you will, to change it up a little bit, but you just did it. You know, that's, that's the difference between successful people and those that struggle is that, you know, it's very vitally important to remain flexible at all times uh, because every single day is, is fraught with challenges, not just COVID, 
But every single day, something is going to come up where that flexibility will come in very, very handy, where you just basically solve solve the issue at hand and move on and don't Absolutely. even get emotional. Yeah. Yes. That's and just, point. And just say, next, bring it. Yeah, bring it That's on. Okay. And the more that you get in the habit of doing, I'm not talking about you, John, but in general, mm-hmm. the folks listening, uh, the more practice you put into that, it just becomes, it really becomes quite automatic. Yeah. And you'll just roll with it. Yeah, you go through the emotions. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong there. We don't become an emotionless robot or anything like that. But uh, you definitely do get it in somewhat of an autopilot after you've trained yourself uh, to get into that. Now, singing, I can imagine, and I've seen clips of you on stage, you are extremely fit. Uh, and I can imagine with the energy that you put into your singing and your performances that you've got to be, correct me if I'm wrong, but you've got to be in physical, in great physical shape to do that. I mean, the quarantine has been a <laughs> a little bit of a <laughs> deterrent on the, uh, the exercising thing. But yeah, I, I Three days a week minimum, I've got to do either a run uh, or some sort of bodyweight exercise, yoga. I've been doing yoga since I was, you know, teenager. So wow. it's it's actually been something that I've consistently trained at. And I've found that the benefits of yoga as a singer were, you know, the flexibility in the body and, and the mind and the breath, specifically the breathing techniques that are in yoga were incredibly informative uh, to me in my development period, uh, going to school for, for learning how to use my voice, uh, for opera. That's awesome. I remember the first time I did yoga. I just remember looking at it before I did it going, okay, I'll I'll strike a pose. No biggie. I'll just go strike another pose. And then I did it and I'm like, I've never sweat so much doing nothing in my entire life. It was awesome. Exactly. Exactly. And then flexibility, Lordy. Because I, I never could, John, in my entire life, up until I was in my late 40s, I never could bend over and touch my toes without bending my knees. Never could. Mm. I had zero flexibility. Mm. After doing yoga for a while, I could. And mm. I'd go out golfing, and all of a sudden, I'm I'm crushing the ball off the tee, like, and I'm not doing anything different. I'm not swinging harder, and I just it's yeah. got to be the yoga. That's the only thing I changed at that time. It's amazing. So for those of you that are watching, if you have not put yoga into your repertoire as far as exercise and keeping fit, bodily and mentally uh my goodness it's i i for one agree with john that's that's something uh you should put in your your quill so to speak yeah yeah i have a few yoga teachers that i've followed through the years and they're uh they've always been kind of mentors of sorts and and have i mean it's amazing that they dedicate their life to that sort of thing as well you know it's they're they're special characters in their own right you know to do that <laughs> yeah very true very true. Very true. Yeah. Speaking of entrepreneurs, you know, it. You're, you're a singer and you also have to be an entrepreneur to be a singer, don't you, at the same time? Absolutely. I mean, don't you have to market yourself as well? I yes. Mean, yes. It's a big it's a big job. Um, we have to have a publicist or some of us don't have a publicist. I've, I've had maybe one or two um, and, you know, they they're not cheap. And then also the, uh, <laughs> also the, uh, you know, because it, it's all about kind of jumping from one level to the next in, in, in the world of opera and live stage, anything it's, you know, the, the, the piece is going to be there for a period of time. And then you move on to the next thing, you know, it's, it's not a, it doesn't live forever. Um, not, it's very rare that you'll get on a project that has, you know, that, that stay, Mm. ability that it becomes like a you know uh, a household uh, name or remembrance or some, something it, it has to like hit a specific vein at a certain time you know there's there's specific projects and composers and you know you can you can you know what they are you know what they are um but for those of us who haven't quite gotten into that moment or are just kind of working our way to find what that thing is going to be there really are these sort of stages that you have to hit. And every single time, every single project is a new entrepreneurial experience. It's a new life form almost. It's like you, you're jumping in. Like one thing that I did in, in particular is I set up my, I, over a four-year period, I set up a 
national tour of songs from composers who fought in World War One. Wow. And I culminated, the, the project started in 2014, and it all culminated in this tour that happened from September to November of 2018. And we, our final performance was at the Kennedy Center on Veterans Day. Uh-huh. So we, we, we like, I, I had some crazy mental foresight and the staging that I did for all of that. And really, it was a lot of my own work and blood and sweat and tears, um, literally, that went into that project, but it got us to travel throughout the country. We went, we went literally all over the country um, from September to November. We did, I think, like 20 different cities and uh, the shows were uh, an hour and a half each. Wow. Um, so all all memorized, four different languages. Oh. And uh, yeah. <laughs> were any so, of those English? Yes. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it. Actually, a lot of it. Well, because a lot of the British were fighting yeah. in World War One. So okay. But in the process, I also, you know, it was four years long learning about World War One. I, I feel like I did a doctoral degree. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was, that's, it was so that's full immersion right there. And that's yeah. flexibility. That's creativeness. That's entrepreneurship right there. Yeah. Uh, for everyone watching and listening. I know you know that, John, for sure. I mean, and I love how, you know, you talked about it being a, like almost a new world every single time. That mm-hmm. that actually excited me when you said that. I'm like, man, that sounds like fun because. Yeah. I get bored so easily. I think that's a trait of, of entrepreneurs because, you know, you can't sit still. Just got to get on to the next thing and hope it's slightly different. I hope yeah. it's different each and every day because if it's not, it just gets boring to me. And the thing I was really intrigued by was I, I listened to a podcast not too long ago that had, and I, I the name escapes me, the lead singer from a band called Candlebox. And mm-hmm. I, I don't recall his name, but they're, I like the band. I like the music. And just listening to this guy, I could not believe this was like my first realization how entrepreneurial that even rock bands are. And I had no idea. I just thought they just went out there and, and sang and, and made a lot of money and had a great time and didn't really have to work in between gigs. And yeah. nothing could be farther than the truth, just like you're saying. It sounded like they did something similar until they made it. And then I'm sure they got all the help like you did with the publicist and all that. But still... Yeah. You still keep I'm still, going. I'm still working, man. I'm not. A, I have not made it, and I don't think you know. I maybe I will never make it. You know, it, and that's not really the point. The point is that it is for the work. It's for the people. It's for the audiences. You know, that's that's really the and that's what sucks so much about COVID right now is that I I I mean I've done some virtual performances which have been really cool, and I have a few that I'm working on lining up for the future. Um, but that's, it's just, it doesn't have that same sort of visceral, you know, when you have an audience clapping for you and it's a thousand plus people in front of you and you've just, you know, sang your face off for an hour and a half. It's just, there's a, there's nothing like it, you know? Uh, so it's, it's really kind of all about that to me at the end. Yeah. And I can't wait for that to come back. My wife yeah. and I love smooth jazz and we were yeah. booked to go on a cruise that was themed for it. And, oh yes, uh, and we've been on it twice she's been out three times she went with a girlfriend the first time and then she couldn't stop talking about it i wanted to go i just couldn't make it and then oh my gosh I, it's like a drug i gotta get i gotta have it and yeah, get back on that cruise man and you know we're booked again but it's not now for two years i think it is uh wow. we were booked to go to vegas to do a, a in-house ground-based version uh the, coming up in february but that got canceled uh mm. due to covid not releasing enough by then and so mm. it's just i get it uh but there are artists like you on the smooth jazz side that are doing the same thing, the online uh, music. And I will tell yeah. you as a fan, please don't stop. Thanks, please man. do not stop because tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow night, Friday night, we listen to an artist who does a phenomenal job, a one man show. He's got all the electronic gear more than I have, which is hard mm. to fathom. I've, I'm a geek. <laughs> I've got control boards and mixers and things all over the place. And I love every bit of it. This guy's got <laughs> multiple of everything. And he's the top of the top of the top when it comes to a smooth jazz pianist, keyboardist, and trombonist. He's cool. amazing. Well, uh, I'll, I'll have to get you get his name from you. That's that's pretty cool. It's Brian Colbertson. He's got a Brian great Colbertson. first name. You know, the last name could use some work, but it's Brian Colbertson. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've actually met him in person twice on the ship, of course, uh, from those two times because he was yeah. on it. And then once in Beverly Hills, I was there on business, and I happened to hop across the street to Starbucks. Wow, that's him. That's pretty cool. 
And the cool thing with uh, these guys, the smooth jazz and gals, smooth jazz artists, they're just so personable. I walked up to him and said, hey, man, I don't want to get in your, your way of your day and all that. Can I just get a quick picture? He goes, oh, yeah, man. He started talking to me, just cool as anything. But yeah. please, uh, for the sake of everyone, John, uh, if, if it's in your wheelhouse, if it's something that you can um, take advantage of, and you'll get some ideas from Brian Culbertson for sure how mm. to monetize. He's, he's done an amazing job with it. Mm. Um, yeah. And I'll check it out. Definitely. And I, I mean, the entrepreneurial side of Culbertson came out. I was just like, I was telling my wife, look what he did. You know, we're listening to the music. And I said, look at his website. Look what he's doing. He does live like mm. we're doing. Scene transitions. He's got sponsorship from wine. Very smart because he's drinking Very it on cool. the show. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, and gadgets that he gives away. And he has a membership site he spawned as a result of COVID. This mm. is freaking awesome. Just give me a lot of ideas, Brian. Yeah. I might, so, I might need to start really thinking about it for, I, I'm thinking about it maybe pretty strongly for the, for the spring right now I'm working on a, I'm actually, I'm actually working on a vocal program. Ah. That's my, that's my main, cause I want to, I want to give people the ability to, uh, to sing and maybe, maybe we can talk a little bit about Perfect that. Perfect segue. <laughs> I love it because that was literally where I was going next was yeah. I want to find out what you're doing in the wake of this, where you're unable to perform live from stage what are you doing on the entrepreneur side of things using the voice, as I said earlier, and kind of teased everyone as kind of the foundation of what you're doing now? Please tell us all about it. Well, the reason why I'm on this show, I have to shout out to Tyler Clark from Dream Firms. Uh, Tyler, Tyler's a, a marketing guru and specialist through multiple. He uses like multiple platforms. I know ClickFunnels is one of the things that he specializes in. So shout out to my boy, Tyler. Uh, Tyler and I are uh, very close friends and uh, we uh, we grew up together in, in South New Jersey. But um, so thank you for for getting me on the show. But what I've been what I've been doing and what I've been working on uh, has been the basically working one on one with people and working in groups, uh, group sessions through Zoom. Um, it's just been an easy platform to utilize uh, during this time so that I can basically help you, whoever's watching. Uh, connect with your voice, with your instrument. So actually learn how to use it like an instrument. And why is this something that's important? Well, if you've ever had an interest in singing at all, any interest in it, um, this would be of interest to you because you would be able to explore the aspects of your voice that um, make music. And that's something that could be of interest to you. Uh, or to even teach your your kids how to sing or something like that. The other thing that's that's really powerful is actually uh, the the power of speech and talking and feeling your voice rather than just internalizing what you're saying, but actually feeling what it feels like to say something and to resonate those words into reality. What we're able to do with the power of our voice is we're able to change, change our vibration, change the vibration of people around us to communicate better, more clearly. And what I do through the work that we do together is help you access those tools and access those innate abilities, abilities. And what I call, I call this the sing sense. So it's a, it's a play on the, the word, the sixth sense, but it is your singing sense. And all of us, every single human being on the planet has the ability to be a singer. And this is my message. This is what I believe. And this is what I hope um, I can uh, convey to you. And maybe if you're interested, maybe we will work together on your sing sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we'll give everyone the ability to get in touch with you because you did offer a little gift, a uh, little birdie told me that we will be uh, revealing later in the show. So what would be an example of, so you get, a, you get a client, they come to you. Is there a way you can show exactly part of the process or, you know, maybe a before after, like after, before they came, they were, they had these issues and now they're, they are different. Anything like that? Well, I've had clients that range from age nine years old. That's my, wow. I have a, I have a little kid right now who's, who's loving Every session that we have, I'm just teaching them how to sing for the first time. To uh, I've had a I've had a 
student that was uh, in his 70s. Wow. So I've literally spanned the lifespan of the human and everything in between, really. Um, and I work with people that uh, are amateur singers, people that have, like, for instance, with Tyler, he hooked me up in working with some of his accounting clients and they were learning how to, you know, sell their practice to different people over the phone. And all I did with them was ba the basic technique of connecting to your body and to your breath and to your ultimately your voice and how to resonate more clearly, more cleanly and, and with more uh, a directness and confidence in the resonance. So, I mean, if you wanted to do a little bit of work with me right now, Brian, maybe we could uh, explore. Is this duet time? I think this might be duet time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm game. I, I love to have fun. I love to be open and. Excellent. Yeah. That's all it really requires. It's just a little bit of openness, a little bit of flexibility, which is what we talked about and um, just some curiosity. So now what, I'm we do, what we do in the beginning is that before we sing, we have to get ourselves into the proper state so you may have heard about the flow state. So as a singer, um, I have a lot of different things that I have to deal with all at the same time. I'm singing in a different language. I have a lot of other people that I have to communicate with and I have to perform with on stage. I have a conductor that's conducting me. I have to be exactly in time. So I have to catch him when he's cueing me or she is cueing me. And there's an entire orchestra playing, and then there's an entire audience that I have to communicate with, plus all of those, the props and the stage managers and everything behind me. So I've developed this. It's a, it's a method of basically being both, because I also have to deal with everything that's happening within my body. I have to be able to communicate and perform. So this is called the dual awareness or the wide angle vision. So I mm -hmm. want you to continue staring at the camera and everybody else that's that's out there watching right now, look forward, look at your camera, or look at your screen and then begin to see everything all at once. See your peripheral vision. So you're looking at one thing, but you see everything. And what this does is it brings our brain into a different wavelength. We're going to start slowing it down. When we're in a higher wavelength, we're focusing on one thing, we're typing or we're reading which is great. Maybe even sometimes when you're reading, you're flowing through the reading. Like, you know, I know that you like to read, but keep, keep this focus, open up, open up the eyes. Okay. Now what we're going to do is we're going to have that internal eye come in. I want you to start scanning internally into the body. And what the way that we start accessing that is that you breathe through your nose and you hold your breath at the top and then you breathe out. Very good, Brian. Very good. I can hear you and I can see you in my peripheral vision. One more time. Breathe in through your nose. Hold it and retain that air inside. Feel like you've expanded. Now release it just ever so slightly on an S. That's your support. Now that you have this dual awareness happening. Okay, Brian, get ready. Here we go. I want you to take your hands and I want you to start tapping your chest. Tap on your sternum right here. All right. Now breathe in again through your nose and make this sound for me. Ah, ah, yeah. Nice big, big and open and ah, 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 yeah. Open the mouth one more time. Breathe in. Ah, ah. there you go. There you go, Brian. Now, now, now we're going to slow it down. So you feel feel your chest, you feel that vibration, right? Mm -hmm. your, vi your body is vibrating. You've raised your energy. You're connecting with your sound. Try this for me. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, nice. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, there we go. Ooh. Ooh. There we go, that's it. These two things together, Ha ah, and ooh, those are the two building blocks for basically all singing. It's your head voice and your chest voice. Mm. Okay. So we can go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper down the path, but I think that's enough for today. Unless that you want to, unless you want to sing, sing a little bit more with me. That was cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you ever need a stand in and you, you get sick or something, just give me a call. You got it, Brian. <laughs>
that that's a little fun. bit that's a little bit of a taste of how the the sessions will begin and and then we go into you know i ask a lot of questions about like what they want what they're looking to do and where they're all the all those sorts of things i love the focusing and and taking in the, pers- uh, the peripheral vision we call it hakalau and uh, nlp and do the mm. same thing and it, it, it puts you in a state a different state very similar to what you just described so that cool. was phenomenal. and definitely felt I'm feeling a lot more energetic, especially mm-hmm. after the sternum and the, the mouth open. That was fun. And here's here's what I want to impart on everyone else. If they thought that was kind of weird, uh, especially because I was the one doing it, that's probably what made it weird. But it's okay. And mm-hmm. that is the key. You know, if you feel like you're getting a little uncomfortable, that's a signal to your subconscious brain saying you should do it. Mm-hmm. Because anything that you, if you stay in your comfort zone, you are certain to stay where you are right now. That's absolutely true. That's that's true for singing at my level as well. I mean, you know, I push myself to experience different levels of repertoire and languages and all this different stuff. And and when I feel a sort of pushback or resistance, that's when I know I have to go deeper into that direction. So that's yeah. that's a really really good point. Yeah, it's that it's it's resistance. That's it, and it's yep. it's also coined as fear. Uh, it's not the fight or flight fear, but it's just afraid of the unknown, not knowing, you know, what are people going to think of me? Well, who cares? This yeah. is your life. Move forward. Uh, yeah. When You know, so to peel back the curtain, John told me that I might be doing some singing. I had no idea. And I just said, yeah, let's do it. I, <laughs> you do not want to hear me sing. I like, trust me. Everyone that's watching. <laughs> me, and I told him I make dog's ears bleed when I sing. <laughs> so I thought, you know, and he said, let's do it. I said, you know what? I will be utterly uncomfortable but i love every minute Ryan, you, you give me you give me a, a few sessions you'll be singing like a bird like a beautiful beautiful dove <laughs> i don't doubt it I don't, <laughs> maybe i can serenade my wife she'll finally believe i can do it i believe it i, I know that that's true i don't blame her for not right now i'll tell you <laughs> Whew, it's not a pretty sight or sound <laughs> at the moment see you gotta frame it at the moment don't just say yeah, that's true that's true Fantastic. Thank you for that. That was a nice session. Uh, you'll, you'll bill me later, right? The invoice. Yeah, right. (laughs) And so when you, when you work with uh, clients, is there a set amount of time or days or weeks that you, you found to be necessary or does it vary by client? How does that work? I found that the best timing is like either 45 minutes to an hour. So I have, I, I have those two sessions because some people like to go a little longer, but beyond an hour, it, it kind of just becomes a little too much information. Um, but then I encourage the client to at least for 20 minutes a day, just do something with their voice. That's not speaking or, uh, or yelling, you know, like but that, that has to do with like moving the voice and practicing some of the things that we work on. So it's just, just 20 minutes uh, a day. It's not that big of a commitment. I mean, you can do, you can do it while you're in the shower. That's actually a very encouraged, uh, singing in the shower is great because of the humidity. Mm. That's and, and also the resonance of the chamber, you know, when you're in a shower, you're, you aren't normally in a very resonant bathroom or tile, something like that. That's why you can hear yourself. You know, the ear and the voice are intrinsically linked. That's one of the very interesting things about the mechanism that we have here. And so when you hear your own voice or when people, when you're singing with other voices, you're actually feeling that other person inside the ear mm-hmm. responding to that voice. So I encourage that 20 minutes a day because it's going to become it's going to make you feel closer and, and easier and more um, more connected to your to your own sound. That's awesome. And then so when you take people through these sessions and they get to the point where they're getting results, what is it that what is the end goal for people going through? I mean, when people come to you, what are they looking to gain from having those sessions with you? Well, it really is kind of like we can split this into two. You know, you have the people who are coming to me that are looking to audition for Juilliard, which I have a student who is going to be auditioning for the master's degree program at Juilliard this fall. And I'll be working with him on various levels of repertoire and language learning and technique. And then you have the the other uh, group of people who are literally just looking to um, explore the possibility and potential of their voice. And um, that group, I hope to impart a, uh, a lasting effect of wanting to go deeper and understand their own instrument. And so after this, after we work together, 
when you go back into the workforce or when you are, you know, calling clients or you're developing some sort of pitch, um, it can be really anything. You're going to be coming to that now with a new level of understanding of how you're going to present yourself and how you're going to use your your instrument. And I mean, I mean it's especially important for people who are speaking in any way in front of the camera or on stage uh, or on the phone, you know, and it's just those little things. I mean, we can get it in one session or we can get it in a few sessions. I mean, it, it really depends on how quick it comes to you. But by the time we're done, the goal is to really kind of elevate and evolve your um, your vibrational frequency with your own voice and really kind of get to that next stage of communication and confidence. Yeah, I, you hit that nail on the head when you said people that are speaking like more people than ever are doing live shows now. Exactly. COVID. And yeah. I hear this a lot that people don't like the sound of their own voice. Yes. I used to say that as well. I'm fine with it now. I've been doing this for years. Uh, it, I still don't like listening to myself just because it is me, but not because of the voice, if that makes right. sense. Right. It's, like it's your, kind of weird. It's kind your of personality. <laughs> your personality comes through your sound, you know, um, and that's actually one of that's such a great thing that you're bringing up here, because when it when what what we do and what, how I work is that it, it becomes more about kinesthetic feeling. I want you to feel what you say. Yeah. That's what I do as a singer. I am literally feeling the tones in which I am imparting into the room. I feel what's the meaning behind the poetry that mm -hmm. I sing to the audience. And that comes through my vibration, that comes through my voice. And that's the sort of difference here um, when we're talking about, you know, listening to yourself and, and kind of analyzing what you, how you are as a person personally versus just feeling what you're saying and where you're coming from. And that being the thing that's like the main focus. Um, it's hard. I, I completely understand that it's it's a difficult thing. And maybe for some people, it's like, how could I ever, how could I ever get 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 over that? Um, but I promise you, it's it's totally possible. Yeah, and I, I imagine it would be much quicker with your help with what you do because yeah. you're getting them in tune and in you know in habit of listening to themselves and being yeah. with themselves in their own voice. And I, I love what you say. Feel what you're saying because not just singers think about this everyone that speaks from stage i'm talking to the audience now everyone that speaks on camera like now uh, this is great feedback for me and um it's making me think like if i felt more and took a little bit more time to get the word out not not to put people to sleep but slow it down mm -hmm. a little bit and be more uh put more feeling kinesthetic slows things down Mm -hmm. feelings mm -hmm. are you know when, when people go to kinesthetic it just naturally slows Absolutely. them down Yes. And there's time to be slow and there's time to be emphatic and energetic. And we go through all those uh, during the course. But I could understand that if you're you know, like someone that comes to my mind that feels everything he says is mm -hmm. Les Brown, one of the foremost motivational speakers on the planet, 75 years old, had him on the show, uh, gosh, five weeks, six weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And this guy, he tells stories, but he feels it and mm -hmm. you feel it. And that's mm -hmm. why one of the reasons he is so impactful and you just reinforced it with. And I never thought about the feeling part of it. Mm. That was that was powerful for me personally. And I hope people out there that are either doing live shows or they're performing and singing or using their voice in any manner that you take this to heart and start realizing that if you feel what you're saying, the impact. I look at the impact you and I, John, are making on those that are watching and listening right now. I'm not looking at, wow, look at me. In fact, it's more, look at John. I'm here. This is about you. <laughs> but I also want anytime my mouth's open and yakking that there's something that someone is getting that's going to help them in some way, shape, or form. And if I'm feeling it, the odds, I think, would be much greater. Yeah. Yeah, I, lo I love that. That's such a, and it's such a gift, you know, to be able to uh, help somebody, mm. you know, especially yeah. now. I mean, like, it's, that's, that's the other thing about singing. You know, if you do enjoy it, if you find that you you enjoy singing and you and it's something that you you just like to do, man, it's a it's something once once you learn how to use your voice and you can start singing, you start learning any song you want, you know, and then it just becomes a kind of endless pool of of entertainment and 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 joy, 
you know, really, I mean, that's, that's how I feel about singing myself. You know, it's just, I've never kind of stepped away from it and been like, Oh God, it's so terrible. <laughs> it's just, it's always been, it's always been a joy for me, you know, especially when it involves, you know, uh, getting to perform for people. And that's, that's kind of the best aspect of it. Speaking of performing for people. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You have a short verse or two that you could uh, belt out. And, uh, <laughs> you need to prep for it. Uh, so that's cool. Well, let me think about something that I could that I could sing. Yeah, I could I could do something. This is from the Barber of Seville. This is a uh, the a lot of people might know this from um, Looney Tunes. Um, <laughs> Largo vagonum la la gita largo, la 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 la. Presto bodega che la già presto, la 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 la. Oh, che bel vivere, che bel piacere, che bel piacere per un barbiere di qualità, di qualità. So this again goes into the Figaro, 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 Figaro. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard the high before out of you. That was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually, I've been working on those high notes in quarantine. I've been really honing them. Yeah, it Let's felt so happens. natural and easy for you. Yeah. Oh, the really high one. That's that's called the countertenor, the very high, like sort of almost female sounding voice. That's a woo. That that's something that you can retain uh, from a young young age as a boy. You know, just ah uh, yeah 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 yeah. So it's it's a I was a boy soprano when I was a little kid, but I've maintained wow. that part of my sound as I've gotten older. It was almost like a dog whistle. I saw dogs moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any around here. Yeah. It's fun. That was phenomenal. Thank you for that. And yeah, I remember that from Looney Tunes. Funny you said that. Like, yeah, that's, I remember. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's one of those famous melodies, you know, people really, they, they, they remember it, you know, it's, it yeah. Really, really it was them. actually an operatic uh, episode, right? I think so. Yeah. I think with um, Tom and Jerry, I think it's Tom and Jerry. And he sure. was like, yeah. And turning red and yeah, kept <laughs> yeah. Going or maybe up. It, maybe it is Bugs Bunny. I don't know. I can't I can't remember. But I don't know if that was the exact song. But it, yeah, classic. Yeah. That was awesome. Thank you for that. That was phenomenal. Gosh darn. Um, let's see. We have so much we could be talking about. Um, being an entrepreneur, I, have you ever made a mistake ever? <laughs> <laughs> well, I started a I started a beef jerky trail mix company with Tyler. <laughs> and that didn't that didn't end up but, going anywhere. But what good came from that? A lot. Yes. A lot of learning. A lot of learning. Tyler okay. went on to become a marketing guru. I went on to win a Grammy. So it's like <laughs> it was one step in the direction of success. Yeah. And we 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 made amazing connections in business and learned a lot about, about the food industry. How that it's the, the product was called meat and nuts. And <laughs> it was a we started we started it in 2012 wow and uh we ended it in 2016 um yeah. so we had a we had a pretty good run on it we yeah, sold right. some product we did a kickstarter got people their bags we went as far as got it got a usda certification labels for a meat product i can tell you that is not easy i can only imagine yeah uh, so we we went the we went the the full 10 yards on that um <laughs> <laughs> and uh but we decided it's, it wasn't for us you know and um you know we lost some money along the way and um but we, what we gained in terms of our knowledge of business like how how do how do suppliers and distributors distributors work for the food industry i will i will forever know that information and it will forever be kind of like a, a crash course in in economics you know, because mm. food is essential, you know, mm. so um, and specifically the meat industry is just a to know more about it behind the curtain, to use your term. Like we really went behind the curtain to learn where to source the best meat, you know, the best 
the best beef in the world is actually produced in Australia and specifically New Zealand. Hmm. New Zealand makes the best meat in the world. And uh, it's because it's mostly grass fed meat. Uh, yeah. It's all actually all, I don't think they have any feedlot cattle. And yeah, that's, that, that's the thing that we need to move away from in order for us to better deal with the, the changing climate, you know, the heat and also the lack of water. So we're going to have a lot more water when there's a lot more green around the animals that used to be used or used to herd and migrate across the plains. So when we put them in these large containers, yeah. containment areas. Yeah. Anyway, I can, I actually can go on and on and on about the food industry. I learned a lot, um, but it wasn't actually a mistake. It wasn't a huge mistake at the end. What would you say to someone who is looking to, to branch out and maybe they're working a full-time job. Maybe they're just looking to start a new business, hmm. but they keep hesitating, resisting because they're worried about that word, the F word. And I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about failure. Hmm. What would you say to that person if you they were standing right in front of you and they said, I want to start a business, uh, John, but I'm worried because I, I, I just don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to suck. I don't want to, I don't want to fail. Well, I mean, the fear of failing is the thing that kind of grows and grows because fear begets more fear. Fear wants to be, wants to grow. So if you fear failing, then you're going to forever kind of be locked in that cycle. And so if you can somehow coax your spirit out of fear, and into a higher, higher vibration, essentially, and realize that every moment and everything you do is a lesson in life. And that if this is the thing that your inner voice is telling you, you need to jump into and you need to experience, then the only thing that's really standing in your way is fear. And failure is just going to, if you fail at it, it's just a, it's a, that's a perspective. That's a, that's just a perspective. I mean, like, I mean, one would say we failed at, at, at the, the meat company or I, I, you know, failed to not get every single, uh, you know, show that I could have done, or I failed to, you know, not retain my gigs for this year or whatever. I mean, the thing is, at the end of the day, it's like if you if you give into the fear vibration and you're there all the time, it's just going to continue to sap your energy for anything else. So I would say that really, honestly, the um, the the very close sibling to 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 failure, if not the, the major one here is fear. Fear is 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 the is the mind killer. <laughs> yeah. And you, you had me thinking a lot when you're talking about that. And I think a lot of people, they're not, they don't fear actual failure. I think they only fear failure when they, when they define failure as mm -hmm. being the same as defeat. Yes. Yes. Because failure is not defeat. It is a learning opportunity. And that's exactly what John and uh, his partner did in their businesses they went for it four years. I mean, that's a lot of learning time. They went through a lot, ups and downs, the startup itis, the, you know, going through all of the food industry and, and getting all the stamps approved and everything that they went through. Like he said, he'll never forget it. And that's never. the beauty of it because you learn and it's not a mistake. I wouldn't even call it a mistake. You learn from an attempt at success. I'd rather call it that. And yeah. all it was was one more step toward a greater level of success. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't be where I am today, actually, where if it, if it were not for that, for that failure, for that, for that step on the, on the path. And doesn't that like breed additional flexibility into your life? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It has to. It's exactly. essential. It's essential. <laughs> if it doesn't, then it's pulling me in the other direction and I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let it, you know, take me over the, over the, to the other side, you know, it's kind of, it's hard to be there all the time, though, at the same time, Brian, you know, it's it's yeah. not there are moments where you will feel like you're at your low, but you will come out of that. What kept you going during those times? I mean, I, it's cliche, but I say singing, 
you know, the act of singing, actually not the performing, but more so just being with myself and, and enjoying the, the, the act of doing it and sharing, sharing the, the voice. Um, it's a really big influence in my life and the people, I mean, all the people that have been around me as my mentors and my friends, I would not be where I am today without their advice and mm. also their time, which is so valuable to me. Um, yeah, I mean, like they, they listen to me and I thank them for that, you know, and for all that I, you know, cause I, I've, I've gone through my, my ups and downs, you know, everybody. Yeah. So Even the most successful that we perceive to be on the planet go through those ups and downs to this day. In fact, people think that the more money you make, the fewer problems you have or issues or, or solutions that you need to come up with. It's the exact opposite. Mm. <laughs> you just have to learn how to become more flexible over time, not less. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, not, it's not just cruise control. Lay on the beach on your hammock with your sippy cup and your umbrella drink. And swaying to the music as I mean, I've done that. Uh, that's a great. That's a great day. But like, <laughs> that's I, one I, day. I, yeah, one day, maybe a maybe a week if you're lucky. But, right. Yeah. As, as business back home is falling apart. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, and exactly. It's just the thing is, it's not every day or every week or every month is not easy street, uh, and it's a lot of work to get it to where it does run. You can step away from your business if, if structured properly, where you bring in a team. And now you work on your business instead of in it and you orchestrate and lead. Uh, that's, uh, that's a goal of every entrepreneur should be. Uh, read the E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. If you haven't, hmm. that will explain it all. And this is to everybody again. Um, that is, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's been said or been stated as the Bible for business uh, in, in certain circles. And yeah, there, there's a lot in there that you can wean and utilize and really help build your business and scale it. It's really mm. strong and showing you how to scale. Mm. It's phenomenal. Oh my goodness, I was just looking at the time. We're like getting mm. down to it. Um, all right, so there's one last question I like to ask every entrepreneur. We're gonna get to your gift uh, and yeah. mine as well. Um, but there's one last question I like to leave each show with. And I've been doing this now for a couple of years and it's just been unbelievable. It's been phenomenal. And the thing is, is this question, it, it, it's powerful. It's also personal. And the the responses have in some cases been surprising. In other cases, it's like, oh, okay, I get that. Hmm. But in any way, um, before we get to that, I promised everyone who stayed on live to the hmm. end that I would reveal how they could win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort. And if you're watching right now, then go ahead and you have our permission now. You have Brian's and John's permission to take out that phone. You remember that phone if you're not watching it already and pull up your messaging app. Why? Because that is how you're going to enter to win. So when you bring up your messaging app where you would actually type in the name of the person you're going to text, instead type in this number, 314-665-1767. And then where you would actually type the message, usually on the bottom part, uh, tap, tap your finger in there and type in the words peak hyphen or dash vacation. So that's P-E-A-K dash vacation, no spaces. So again, type in the number 314-665-1767. And then the message where you would put the emojis, don't no emojis, just put in peak dash vacation Hit the send button and you'll be entered to win. Follow the directions. Watch your phone because you're going to be given additional directions to provide your email so we can contact you in the event that you are the winner. Sound good? All right. Now, come on back real fast because we have got the big question coming up for Mr. John Brancy. And then uh, before we do that, real quick, John, you had a gift. Let's go to that now. Uh, let's talk about what you have in store for our wonderful, amazing people. And let's me bring that up on the screen here in just a second. There it is. Found it. Go ahead and take it away, John. Well, one of you will luckily win a free session with me. So I'd very much like to, uh, oh, I think we're, we're on my homepage there. Yes. Yes. So if we go to lessons... If you can click the, the lessons button, it's that red button right there. 
Got it. Yeah. So I'm offering a whole bunch. That's me singing in what's called Alice Tully Hall. That's Peter Dugan. Peter Dugan is my is the pianist that I work with, my my musical partner. He is a force to be reckoned with. Shout out to Peter Dugan. Listen to him is the host of NPR's From the Top. You can hear him on NPR. So I have a bunch of different offerings for singers and stuff, but this is a special offering. It's not listed on the on the website. And this is the link right here, uh, johnbrancy.as, which is acuity scheduling.me slash mindbodybusiness. You can put in the code, the promo code, mindbody for 50% off. And we'll have a one-on-one session. Um, I look forward to working with you. It would be really an amazing time. Um, and I would love to explore your singing voice or your speaking voice, whatever you want to do. I'm really, really excited to do that with you. So I look forward to it. Fantastic. I'm going to drop that in the comment section really quick, like, so folks Great. can just copy paste. And then don't forget mind body as the, did you say a coupon code? Yeah. Coupon code, promo code. Yeah. It's, right above. it's super, super basic, very easy website to use. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. And there's the URL once again for those of you uh, listening. It's johnbrancy.as.me. So johnbrancy as me, separated by dots, forward slash mind body business all together in those spaces. johnbrancy.as.me forward slash mind body business. And then when prompted, put in the coupon code of mind body. All together, no spaces. Very cool. Thank you so much for uh, bringing that to the forefront for our wonderful peeps. Absolutely. And now, you know what time it is, don't you? The big question. It is time for the big questione. So um, here's the thing, John. It's kind of a build up with it. But the cool thing about it is there's absolutely no such thing as a wrong answer. Hmm. It's impossible. It's actually the opposite is the case is that the only correct answer is yours that is what makes it personal Hmm. and that alone it's amazing so with that are you ready yes all right here we go john brancy how do you define success success is the ability to change someone's state through an act of selflessness, love, and compassion, and also understanding. Success is waking up with the purpose to see that the world is one world and to be able to work together with other people and be flexible and open to what may come. So for me, Success will be, in my life, the ability to work with you and help you find a place where you feel that you've achieved those things and that you feel that you are free. I love it. Did, did you notice those that are you that are watching or listening? Well, those that you're listening did not, but you could you could hear it in his voice. But the passion and the love in his eyes, especially toward the end, it was not about John. It was about you. His definition of success is your success. That's why I love what to, I love what I get to do, because <laughs> I get wonderful, amazing human beings like John Brancy on this show. This comes from a place of success not of scarcity, but of abundance. Uh, If it were scarcity, 
then we would hear entirely different answers on every show. It would be all about money, material things. Once I made my first million, the interesting thing, John, is to date, not a single answer has been money centric. Hmm. Not one. One did mention it, but it really was the end to the means. And he, he then got to it and said, it's about liberation. Hmm. And that's truly, you know, it's money does not buy happiness. It can help you to afford freedom and liberation, but it will not guarantee all around happiness. Mm. It's when you serve others like John loves to do. That's, Mm. I mean, fulfilling every successful entrepreneur I have interviewed, John, they're all about serving and helping others as you are. Mm. And that is what is fulfilling. I cannot tell you how many times from stage when I would do an NLP process from stage and watch the audience change in front of my eyes over a seven minute period, how fulfilling that is. It mm-hmm. is, I mean, it is more fulfilling than any amount of bankroll or money could ever provide uh, because it just, you know, it feels good to help others. There's nothing more impactful to me personally to help others. And I can tell you, your eyes were just getting so soulful and so there's this love oozing out of them. Uh, for those of you that can't see this, uh, the guy was so authentic and genuine. He, he, he can't make that. Uh, you could make that up if you're a really good actor. He's not an actor. He's a singer. Let's put it that. <laughs> and so fantastic. Appreciate Thanks, you, Brad. John. Yeah, I appreciate you too, man. Thank one, you so much. One final parting gift from John. And I'd like to ask one final question. If you could give anybody, an entrepreneur, one piece of advice, doesn't have to, I mean, just any piece of advice that you've learned about that if you knew about it, would help would have helped you get past and, and to where you are today much faster, what would that be? One piece of advice. Um, I think that one piece of advice would be uh, never, basically never stop moving, never stop moving and, and never stop pulling that line of interest and listening to, to yourself. You know, um, that's more so what I'm, I'm, I'm actually saying is like, whatever that line of interest is, whatever that inner voice is saying, listen to it, engage with it, speak it, let it, let it be spoken, bring it into the world. Because those words that are resonating inside of you want to resonate into the real world as well. Mm. So that's, that's kind of my, that's my final, my parting shot. Let it be spoken. It shall be done. Yes. Love it. That's it. Yes. (laughs) All right. On behalf of the amazing, incredible John Brancy, I'm your host, Brian Kelly. This has been the Mind Body Business Show. We will be back again next week. Until then, be blessed, everyone, and so long for now. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is...